Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is November the 26th. 2020 strong hand long-term thinking this is where the big boys play conviction offended by selling one bitcoin equals one bitcoin don't fomo on alts hello my elite friends how are you guys doing this beautiful evening oh it's thanksgiving in the united states of america oh i had a little echo there hey if you have questions i have answers just type in Bitcoin Meister or do a super chat. I'd love to answer your questions on this Thanksgiving. Uh, let's let's jump into this with a Thanksgiving uh, note from John Ziegler. He says, this may be my last tweet for a while or maybe ever. Tonight, me and 15 relatives enjoy Thanksgiving dinner in violation of our king's guidelines. It was indoors, zero masks, zero social distancing. And it was over two hours. I'm assuming the carnage, which now ensues, will be catastrophic. All right. I will link to that below. I didn't add the links yet, but that's a funny one to start off with. I hope everyone had fun and didn't uh, obey and the uh, rules of their the, – the arbitrary rules of their kings out there. Uh, yes, defiance over compliance. 1,900 of my shows, almost 1,900 shows – DisruptMeister.com. Follow me on Twitter at TechBall, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. Okay, so today's show is going to kind of be a part two from last night's show. Uh, the big news from yesterday, there were two big Coinbase stories yesterday. One is still floating around there, and, and the other one, I guess, will be big on Sunday. But Brian Armstrong, uh, he, he brought up that there's a rumor that Mnuchin, before Trump leaves, is going to heavily regulate – uh, Bitcoin wallets, or, or, or you know, if you're uh, if you control somebody else's Bitcoin wallet, if you're a third party, okay, you're storing someone else's Bitcoin for them. If for like PayPal, whoever it may be, I mean, there's so many places. Uh, Coinbase, for instance, stores you. If you're a Bitcoin bank, cryptocurrency bank, let's just make it that simple. Uh, you're going to have to. The only way you're going to be able to send your clients Bitcoin or cryptocurrency is if you get KYC information about the person you're selling to. And th this is a reason why you should have your Trezor and you shouldn't have any Bitcoin on the third party. But uh, it would be very cumbersome. It would be a, a process that would involve a lot of paperwork and it would slow innovation in the United States in the cryptocurrency space. It's pretty ludicrous. And I got into some of the details last night. And some people are saying Brian Armstrong just did this to, to tank the market, that he's got ulterior motives. I, I don't believe that. I don't think he announced it to tank the market. Did it even tank the market? Well, the market did go down. Um, you, you can use the term tank like Fox News did. Um, you know, Tank to, to the 16,000. 16,000, uh, it, was, it was a dream a, a few weeks ago, okay? Um, but But what I'm saying is, if, if this rumor is just something he pulled out of his backside, okay, if this is not really something that the, the United States government is thinking about, then he's going to be called a liar. And in the long run, it, it will not be good for his reputation. So I don't see why he would spread a rumor that has no basis. And let's see if other people know about this rumor, okay? 
let's let's be patient with this before we 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 develop a, a big uh, conspiracy around the whole thing. Because a lot of people don't like Brian, and I, I understand why they don't. Okay, there are a lot of people that don't like altcoins, etc. I'm not for destroying anyone. I'm for you know listening. You know, so I I don't have to agree with somebody on any on everything. Um, I can if they disagree with me on on big on big matters. Like he loves buying altcoins. I, I don't like that. But I, I like how he, he stood up to the social justice warriors. We're going to talk about that in a second. I think he does stand for something here. Uh, I mean, maybe this is what's best for his business. Okay, if he's trying to do what's best for his business, he's a good CEO. But so let's wait. Let's let's wait and see. Um, but I, I don't think he was trying to uh, crash the price of Bitcoin. I don't see why. Is he buying more Bitcoin? I mean, he's already like a multimillionaire. And I don't think he's – you know, I, I'm not. I'm not going down a rabbit hole trying to think of reasons why he did this, when he did this. Was the timing good? No, the timing wasn't good at all. If you are concerned about the Bitcoin price getting back to its all-time high, because it's not going to happen this weekend now, because it's going to be stuck down. He did it at the beginning of a long weekend, and there's just. But who cares if it doesn't come back this? If it doesn't get back to nineteen thousand this weekend, who really cares? It's 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 a little blip on the radar. You know, th this whole story, and we're, and we're going to get into we're not. It's a blip on the radar that the price crashed. The story could be a, a pretty darn big story if this rumor is true. So if the rumor is true, um, you're going to have to rip the Band-Aid off at some point okay, and reveal it. If you know that the United States government is, is planning this, what are you going to – you're just going to keep it to yourself forever? Is everyone just going to keep it a secret forever that knows about it? You, you just Why not just let it out? Let it out when you know about it. So I, I don't have a problem – if it's true, with him saying the rumor, if it's if if it's true, then someone's going to say it one day. <laughs> it's going to be bad for the, whenever the whenever it comes out. It's going to be bad for the market. Yeah, it, yeah, sure. On a long weekend, it's worse than on a, before a short weekend. Okay, I get it. Or on a weekend, it's worse than on a Wednesday. All right, but it's going to have to come out at some time. You're going to be able to interpret. You know why why are they letting it out now instead of before? Then, but the rip the bandaid off if it's true. Let's just let's just hear about it, okay? Let's hear about. We heard about it. If it's true, it's true. Okay, great. Um, and again, guys, the, the the if you're if you're angry that it ruined your your Thanksgiving, that there was a big price drop or something, it, I've been talking about a drop down to thirteen thousand for a while, okay? Um, I, I think everyone should have been prepared for, with this for, with a strong hand and that, yeah, you, you, there could have been a big uh, a, a $3,000, a $3,000 drop, drop on uh, Thanksgiving. It happened. We, we're, we're, we're dealing with it. Uh, let, let's move on here and talk about the regulation. Uh, and who is a fan of such KYC type of regulation? You, you guys off the top of your head, you think, well, if someone's in the Bitcoin space, if someone's in the cryptocurrency space, they're going to think like me. They're going to be like, no, we don't, we don't want regulation. We want innovation, you know, the free market. Yeah, I love it. Oh, wait a second here. Raul Paul, who everybody, you know, they, they, a lot of people worship Raul Paul. They, they put him on a pedestal and now they're crying and screaming because he's a fan of regulation here. All right. And, he has every right to be a fan of regulation, and we have every right. To check out the thread; I will link to it below. People were ripping on him. It was pretty fun, uh, funny. Some of the stuff uh, people were, were were saying to him, but he he can say what he says. So let's let's see what he says. Let's see what he says about this proposed Manunchkin, Manuchkin, whatever it is. If you think that secrecy from governments and no KYC is Bitcoin's future, then you don't understand what adoption looks like. Oh. They will regulate it. 
You will declare it. You will have to do KYC, and that is fine. It doesn't take away its store of value, but just integrates it. <laughs> Don't pound that like button for that, but pound that like button for my nice uh, Miami Dolphins colored shirt. No, I don't like the Miami Dolphins, but it is that kind of teal or your uh, old school 1993 Florida Marlins kind of teal. And make your, pick your, pick your uh, poison there with uh, Miami Fairweather uh, sports fans. But going back to Raul Pal, who I guess is a Portuguese name that has nothing to do with Florida. That's more so Brazil. But uh, yeah, I agree with him on one little point there. One little point here. It doesn't take away its store of value. I, I will if they if if if, in, if they try to all this regulation, it doesn't take away the store of value uh, because there's still going to be 21 million of it. It's a it's it's a security truth machine. You you can't uh, in and in, in this in this day of uh, so much fake news and lack of truth, uh, the 21 million rules of the game never changing. That gives a lot of value to something. Okay, and because the rules of the game and everything keep on changing. Bitcoin, the rules of the game never change. A rule, rule of law in Bitcoin sticks around. Now, so I do I do agree it doesn't take away its store of value, but <laughs> it's not good. I, I'm against uh, Raul, Raul Paul's got a, po a positive take on this. And well, part of the reason he does is because he, he knows that uh, a lot of the traditional big boys out there, like Paul Tudor Jones type of people, uh, I've mentioned before how guys like that, they don't care about Lightning Network, okay? There's everybody that's worrying about Lightning Network, and Lightning Network's great, okay? But not only do they not care about the Lightning Network kind of stuff on Bitcoin, but a lot of them don't care about privacy. They don't care if, if KYC comes to Bitcoin, uh, is even built into Bitcoin. They don't care about the uh, lack of regulation either. They probably want regulation. They didn't come because there was a lack of regulation. They, they wouldn't mind it. If, so... Um, Bitcoin is something different for a, a lot of people, and, and we have to remember that. It, it, it should be an interesting evolution in terms of regulation or lack thereof. And if you are against regulation like I am, keep on speaking up against it. But it, it is interesting here because we've got a tweet from Kyle Samani that supports you know with the big the big players, the big traditional players, what they might want on the Mnuchin rumors. For the current Bitcoin bull market, the next 12 to 36 marks, months, it doesn't matter why. The next wave of buyers, who he thinks are macro buyers, want regulation. For them, the 20 million cap is a feature and censorship resistance is kind of a bug. <laughs> they don't want self-custody, just an inflation hedge. So yeah, they're they're people who don't give a darn about uh, self custody at all. There's self custody hate out there. I mean, and first of all, all the normies want they want to have Bitcoin banks. So there's a, a, a tremendous uh, what a lot of people think in this space. A large percentage of people in the space they don't give a rat's uh, backside about uh, self custody. They love Bitcoin banks. They love uh, the third parties taking care of them. I mean, that, that, that I'm not about that. I love to take care of myself. I love to be my own bank. And guess what? If such a terrible rule law is implemented, that doesn't prevent me from being my own bank still, okay? But, uh, you know, Kyle brings up an interesting point that uh, – uh, and we've seen it in the last few months. Who are the prominent uh, people and entities that are coming to Bitcoin? Who are they? They're not like dudes like Adam Meister that, that 
you know, value privacy and, and value controlling your own private key and, and don't and don't care about uh, Bitcoin banks. They're, they're dudes, these macro buyers who uh, they, they, they don't want self-custody and they just want Bitcoin as an inflation hedge. Now, I, I like Bitcoin as an inflation hedge, too, of course, of course. Uh, so here and someone named uh, Finance Red Pill says uh, he, he interprets the new the rumored proposed rules. It means sending crypto via centralized platforms will probably be treated the same as a wire transfer. So that's pretty disgusting right there. But that's a good summary of uh, what this Mnuchin rumor is all about. They, they want uh, these big third parties out there, these Bitcoin banks, to treat uh, – when they send Bitcoin for their clients, when you think you're sending your Bitcoin, even though it's Coinbase sending it for you uh, – they want it to be just the same as wire transfer in the eyes of the government in terms of regulation, et cetera, which is uh, disgusting because that's what, well, to me it is. <laughs> but they're welcome, to, they're welcome to try that. You know, people, if people want to be monitored, they can do that because still outside of that walled garden or whatever you want to say uh, of, of the PayPals of the world and the Bitcoin banks of the world sending between one another, we can still send between ourselves from our trezors, okay? Uh, and, and we can still be relatively anonymous, all right, and be our own banks. And that not every country will pick up on this regulation. I don't think the United States is going to take it to that level. I don't think I don't think it will happen. Um, and I gave reasons yesterday. First of all, we're talking about two different uh, President Trump going into President Biden. Um, you know, will they will the, will the old bureaucracy think the same way as or the new bureaucracy think the same way as the old bureaucracy? It's possible because lots of the Obama bureaucracy is still under the Trump bureaucracy. But I'm not I'm not worrying about it too much right now. OK, uh, for, because still it's just a rumor. But we do have bigger names commenting on the rumor. I, I will say that um, now all this talk about KYC and Bitcoin basically is bringing up talk again of a KYC fork of Bitcoin. So be prepared. Maybe this could morph into an unfriendly fork crypto dividend of Bitcoin. That is just a KYC type of coin. Um, instead of uh, popping this regulation on, on top of all these third parties, it would be easier just uh, with a, a social attack saying, hey, we are a uh, we, we want to fork off Bitcoin and it's going to be KYC and uh, maybe they can got, get, get guys like Rob Paul to say, well, this is the real Bitcoin. Uh, again, a lot of you put Rob Paul on, on a pedestal. Well, he's a Bitcoin loyalist. Has he been has he been asked yet if there if Bitcoin forked to something more like his tweet described, if he would consider that the real Bitcoin or would he consider what is currently the real Bitcoin? the real? That's a very interesting question. I'm not putting on the, him on the pedestal because I don't care. Um, because he doesn't make Bitcoin, but th that's 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 an example of what I've given before. That one day we're going to have an unfriendly fork. I thought it would be on the expansion of 21 million to, to 42 million. That'll probably come also, but maybe it could be based around KYC and regulation, and there would be a prominent person in the space who would be the face of it. It would be a complete repeat of 2017 with Roger Ver and the scaling debate. We'll get into the KYC debate. And maybe Raul and I not you know and I, I'm not putting words in Raul Paul, Paul's mouth. I mean, well, he put words into his own darn mouth with that tweet. You can read it. Um, but he he could be the face of the coin. Someone should ask him. Will, will you be the face of this uh, proposed uh, theorized coin? Again, uh, this is not a, a rumor 
I'm just saying a lot of people on Twitter just start when they start hearing the rumor about uh, more, more regulation in KYC, they automatically start talking about a fork. And no one said, no one has said yet they, they want to fork off Bitcoin to something nasty like this. But hey, maybe maybe Rob, maybe Rob will be on it. You know, Big Vision uh, TV or whatever he runs. And, and he can promote his and, and many people will get behind him as many people do worship him already. Put him on a pedestal. I'm just I'm thinking of this uh, as I go here. I wasn't prepared uh, to, to say that Raul will be the new Roger, but uh, maybe he could. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I, again, Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Uh, KYC Bitcoin is not going to be the real Bitcoin. And uh, United States government, let me tell you again. If you try to do exactly what this rumor says, it's just going to all the innovation is going to leave here. And that's uh, that's sad. And that's not good for the United States. They'll, they'll innovate in another country. It will not destroy Bitcoin. It will just destroy the United States. It will hurt the United States uh, Bitcoin cryptocurrency ecosystem. Uh, I see their questions out there. So we're going to we're going to get to Brian Armstrong's uh, racism thing in a second here. You know, there are questions. Wow. Johnny, where are you now? Remember, always look below hand, Johnny. Uh, I always the first word of the note section is where I am, Baltimore, Maryland, um, where I was uh, born and raised. Well, <laughs> I was raised in Baltimore County. You could tell by my, well, <laughs> if you're from Baltimore, you could you could tell that I was raised in Baltimore County by uh, something I'm grabbing here. Um, <laughs> no, not all the time, but a lot of the, not, anyway. The, the <laughs> let's let, let's move on. Uh, what do you see? Johnny says, Happy Thanksgiving. Jill Meister is in that. Ooh, <laughs> That's very, it's very funny. Whoever's, uh, whoever's, uh, whoever's doing that. Hey, Adam, thanks for, uh, telling me to invest. Uh, yeah. That's very, a, a, a person from Hex, uh, did, did something very funny. Very funny, Mr. Hex. You're, you're very funny. You're, you're very funny, uh, to do something like that. I mean, you, you can create as many fake accounts as you guys want. It's, uh, Quite, quite, quite hilarious there. Very good stuff, guys. I don't censor anyone. I don't censor anyone, even when you uh, do something like that. Uh, Roman Q says, defiance over compliance. Who would have thought Raul? Well, I, I would. I don't really. I'm putting him on a pedestal. Uh, Raul Paul willingly begs to bend the knee before Brian Armstrong. I mean, wait a second. He's not. <laughs> he's, that's not what he's doing. <laughs> he's not bending the knee. Oh, what do you mean? The begs to bend the knee before. Are, are you saying he he's not bending? He's not bending down and worshiping Brian Armstrong. I want to make that clear. He's if he's worshiping anyone, it's regulation. But are you saying that you would suspect that Brian Armstrong would worship regulation before um, Rob Paul would? I, I just I just want to say Brian Armstrong is on the right side of this argument. OK, he, he at least he's saying he does not like the regulation. And Ra, Ra Paul is saying, yes, I, I do like the uh, regulation. All right. Let's see what else. What, what else do we have here? Uh, I'm saying, OK, OK. we got, All right. Let, let's continue. Call Congress to stop the the, the banksters. Well, I, I don't think it's <laughs> who, who are the banksters here? Who are the this is these are federal regulators that that, that want to do this. I mean, are you saying that the big banks made made them do this this rumor? I mean, possibly. I mean, it, I said on yesterday's show that big banks they they would like the Bitcoin space uh, 
they would like Bitcoin to be that way because that's what they're set up for. They, they could easily start their own Bitcoin banks and then little people couldn't start their own Bitcoin banks because it would involve so much KYC nonsense. They're, they're very good at uh, uh, KYC nonsense. So let, let's, before we start calling Congress here, let, let's see if it actually gets to the point where we, it is really proposed. And then yes, you, 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 do, you do leave your feedback. Hex is down 75% this month. Oh, yeah, of course it is. But we'll talk about that on Saturday's Bitcoin noise show. But that's that's a bunch of noise. So the troll who was trolling me beforehand, you come on Saturday night. You're invited here on Saturday night. All you trolls who I don't censor, you know, despite your what you just despicably uh, try to do, um, yeah, you're, you're welcome here on Saturday night. And yeah, I haven't dumped my hex yet because fools like that troll, troll from beforehand ha haven't bought it up enough yet to pump the price up. They haven't worshipped the uh, the ego coin guy enough to pump the price back up to where I can become even wealthier on Bitcoin because of then because right now it's just nineteen satoshis. They'll they'll figure he'll be able to convince those little trolls to blindly follow him, and as he always is. Richard is is a great marketer to eighty percenters who don't understand uh, that. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. They truly believe that their coin can be the next Bitcoin. It, I mean, it's one of the most ridiculous things out there today, but we got it for free and these fools are buying it. So I, what I, again, you never buy something you get for free in, in this space. If you get a crypto dividend, like the ego coin, you never, you never buy it. I mean, the, and so some of them are quite angry right now. I can tell by what that guy just tried to do. Um, but no, no, you, you, you be angry, dude, but you, I want you to channel your anger in a different way. Just pump it up so I can get richer. And then, so when it dumps again, uh, whatever, you, you got to deal with that. Not me, because I'm not going to be, I'm not holding it. I, I don't have a bag of it. I got it for free. It's not a bag when you got it for free, baby. Uh, Brian is in the right. Coinbase is in a position to benefit from regulation. And he is standing up while Raul pretended to be Mr. Bitcoin. Yes. Okay. That that's that, that's Roman Q correcting. I didn't quite understand what he said before. By the way, Wednesday show, everybody should watch that. It's linked to below right now. Um uh, and I, I want to assure everybody out there when we're talking about the uh people being able to say what they want to say here, I do not censor anyone. And I will say this: what that person just did, what that person just did. They actually, they, you can tell they are very much bothered what I've been saying about that hex, that I, I am flying over. I, I mean, I, I'm over the target. What, what that guy, what that troll did, they had to do a little research. Okay. They had to, they had to do a little something there. Um, I, I'm not, I'll, I'll just leave it at, I'll leave it at that. So when, when you have to stoop that low and do that kind of research on into me and whatever, I mean, and it's, it's fine. If you want to stalk me, I've said many times, all that, that information is out there. But I mean, if if I mean if that's the way if that's the way you play, then it, it's pre, it's pretty obvious that I've uh, I bothered someone over there, and we don't need to get it. I mean, I, I assure everyone that's watching this right now what I just saw there in in the chat, which is not censored. You can look at it yourself. Um, that that person has somebody over at Hex is really a uh, hurt because of what I've been saying about it. Uh, and again, I mean, I have no problem. I mean, they, I have no problem with them making free crypto dividends and a bunch of sucker MCs buying it and making us Bitcoin holders wealthier because we are the best holders out there. We are the elite, and so I welcome. I mean, I, I welcome the uh, KYC Bitcoin too. Okay, it's an unfriendly fork, 
But I woke up because I'm not, I am totally competent in my coin. I don't have to stoop to levels and, and create anonymous accounts and go on people's chat and, and do ridiculous things like that after I've stalked them. Okay. I, I don't do that. I don't do that kind of stuff. I have that I have that kind of confidence in my coin. Clearly, when you're not Bitcoin, you're, you're, there's going to be an inferiority complex. And you're going to have to resort to, to things like what that person just did, that completely anonymous person. Um, all right. So let, let us let us move on. Very, very interesting. It, it, it reminds me of uh, my days when I was really young and uh, I used to uh, get into troll fights, you know, over the Baltimore Ravens and, and the Cleveland Browns and stuff. It, it reminds me of that kind of thing. Uh, just I mean, a, a totally pointless, pointless, useless uh, uh, type of trolling stuff. Just a, a waste of time. All right. Now, uh, but hey, I give the guy credit. He got he 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 was a little he was a little tricky there. He got me to to look at it. That that was good. He followed the rules actually. So I, I he followed the uh, posting rules here in the live chat. So you, you, there you go. That, that's one rule you understand. Do you understand the twenty one million rule? All right. Now right, we talked about. Uh, let's go back to uh, the with uh, the racism thing. So yesterday, uh, Brian Armstrong or the Coinbase blog revealed that uh, there's going to be a bad uh, story in the New York Times uh, on Sunday, the print New York Times, about uh, Coinbase, and it's going to accuse them of, of racism, basically. And it's pretty clear they're, they're doing this. They're, they're picking on Coinbase because Coinbase spoke out up against all this woke nonsense in business, that they didn't bend the knee to BLM or anything like that. And a lot of people are saying, well, how does he know that the story is going to be bad? This is a mistake. To, to preemptively talk about it. No, I don't think it's a mistake at all. I mean, have you guys been like awake for the last year? Does the New York Times do, do, do they do they do nice stories about people who speak up against wokeism and BLM? Do they, do they seem to do that? No, they don't, they don't seem to do that. Now, uh, so I, I think it's actually a good move to preemptively warn people like, hey, dudes, um, there's going to be a bad story about us <laughs> and be prepared. It's not a true story. Uh, and... It could be you know, going back to him talking about the rumor. If you want to talk about conspiracies, maybe he's bringing up the rumor about Mnuchin now to distract everyone from the big story that's going to come up, up about Coinbase. And that he can frame himself now as a good guy working against insane government regulations before the article frames him as a racist. I mean – that that could be that could play a role in why he's talking about this rumor now. I'm just I'm just I'm just putting it out there. But again, I I don't think I think it's more likely he did that than tried to tank the market. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Um, but it is interesting this, and maybe because it's Thanksgiving. Only today did CoinDesk pick up on this racism story. I, I picked up on it last night. Um, so yeah, you get insider information, and I don't think any of the other mainstream uh, publications have a. Uh, Mainstream crypto publications have talked about the racism uh, article that's going to come out about Coinbase in the New York Times on uh, on Saturday. Um, all right, uh, I, and, and I'm and I'm just pleased to see people speaking against regulation uh, and speaking up against uh, the woke corporate culture, also. So I mean I I have no problem with Brian Armstrong I I'm I said it yesterday I like that he's speaking out against woke uh, corporate culture and speaking and he's 
And he's under fire now for speaking up against woke corporate culture. You're going to see on Sunday. And for speaking out against regulation. I think it's good. Uh, all right. So, by the way, there are other – some of these mainstream publications uh, in crypto aren't even talking about uh, – Brian Armstrong being a reason for the, the crash yesterday. They're, uh, OKX, uh, they're, they're letting people withdraw funds from, from there again. I mean, Armstrong, it, it had to add fuel to the fire because right when he made the announcement, it seems like Bitcoin started crashing, okay? I'm not saying um, him announcing it didn't add fuel to the fire, but we were in for a correction, Um and I, I don't think he was trying to, 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 to tank the market. I'll say that. Uh, and I, I, will, I will say this. In the long run, what are you guys going to remember more? Um, the Coinbase being accused of racism or the random day that Bitcoin dropped $3,000? Because there are going to be so many other days when Bitcoin drops uh, $3,000. Uh, so – if you're thinking that this is that what happened is a really big story that we've had this drop, this is going to be forgotten. This will be for. I mean, can you tell me on the road? I mean, when we used to be in the three-digit realm, I mean, there were big drops sometimes. There, there were hundred-dollar drops, two hundred-dollar. I mean, there. Can you remember every single one? No, it's all one big blur now. I mean, there's there's very few drops that, that stand out. So this is not like he didn't do something infamous just now by making that announcement. It's going to what's going to bring him infamy is going to be this uh, racial uh, racial story that, that's that's coming up. Uh, and we'll, we'll just see uh, mainstream infamy because there are going to be a lot of people. You know, I, I talk about fitting in is overrated when this New York Times story comes out. Remember, he's based in Silicon Valley. So there are going to be a lot of people over there that are quite woke that are automatically going to blindly believe the New York Times and are going to hate on him and are not going to want to have anything to do with him. And that's probably part of the reason New York Times is doing this story. They love to silence people like that and to create a uh, uh, division among these uh, woke liberals and, and, and stuff. I mean, they know how to do it. They, they really do know how to do it. Um, it's, it's not about news anymore. It's about narrative. I've, I've talked about that before. They have a certain narrative out there. So they're going to find stories that fit the narrative and, and write about them and yeah, I mean, but that's that's this that's the world we live in today. You know, there's there's no there's really little traditional news out there anymore, unbiased traditional news, and we just have to you know roll with the punches and whatnot. Uh, all right, what else do we have here? Best guest in the space tomorrow is 11, 11 a.m. Baltimore time, which is soon. I got to get up soon. <laughs> is uh, this week in Bitcoin? And uh, yeah, we'll the guests are good. We have one, one new guest who works for. Uh, uh, what's it called? Decrypt. And uh, yeah, join Parler, follow, do the crypto Parler thing, guys. I'm Bitcoin Meister there. Remember, it's only the beginning here in the Bitcoin world. It's only the beginning. Let me see if there are other questions. Um, Roman, uh, Brian, okay, no. No other questions. Good. We're, we're still going. Got a lot of people here on a Thanksgiving at night. I guess all of you are, uh, you're filled and you want to uh, see this. Someone says, well, they, they use a curse word against KYC. Bitcoin doesn't give an F about drops, forks, and FUD, and neither should we. F KYC. I, I like that, Silent Lamb. You actually, uh, you, read, you read my mind because I'm about to talk about, uh, let's, re let's, let's resist the regulation. Just like we, let, just like we resist compliance uh, with, with, the, uh, with the mask nonsense. Um, but compliance is not guaranteed. Be an individual. 
Bitcoin will be fine with regulation, but innovation in the United States will not in terms of crypto. It, so it, it's got it's got brought up and, and hopefully people uh, hopefully it's BS. But uh, since it's out there in the wild now and the Netherlands has actually done something like this uh, proposition here, it's a good idea not to run away from it. OK, and let's everybody develop your own plan of action. How are you going to fight and prepare? Just in case there's more United States regulation, are you going to move out of the United States? Are you going to curse guys like Raul Paul? Uh, are you going to follow Raul Paul blindly? And uh, yeah, that and and understand if the United States regulates it, like like that guy just said in the chat. You know, Bitcoin can still pump. Bitcoin will still be fine. Okay, Bitcoin is still a store of value. Doesn't matter if the United States uh, overregulates it, and it, it'll still be gold 2.0. As Kyle said above, uh, yeah, and Bitcoin doesn't care. And yeah, I, 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 what that dude just said in the chat is what I'm like, I have written down here. So that's why I'm like uh, kind of going over it. Uh, and, but the United States crypto ecosystem is the most important ecosystem on the planet. So it, it, would, it would be sad if the United States hurt its own ecosystem uh, with regulation because it's the best one right now. And it would stifle uh, innovation and uh, and progress in uh, cryptocurrency related matters. Now, Fox uh, Business, I was on Fox, I think I was on foxnews.com, and I saw they linked to a story about Bitcoin. Uh oh, this is how it works, dudes, with the mainstream media. They're going to cover the bad stuff more than the good stuff. <laughs> Just we'll see with the New York Times. On, that'll be a huge Bitcoin story when it comes out. Everyone will pick it up. Bitcoin is racist or something like that. But Fox News, uh, Bitcoin price tanks near near all-time high. So, yeah, they got to use tank in their uh, headline. They got to get some clickbait there. And, uh, no, Fo Fox Business, I don't think they were writing big articles that Fox was pick picking up as uh, as Bitcoin, you know, as Michael Saylor was buying. They didn't have Michael Saylor articles. But that's just the way it is. And the cool, the, the cool spin on this is, like, five years ago, Fox Business wouldn't even talk about Bitcoin. So if they want to talk about Bitcoin tanking at its all-time, near its all-time high, which is like a glorious thing, we almost got to the all-time high and then it dropped $3,000 to 16000 It's It's, it's you know, it's in the, what is it right now? What is it right now? I mean, 17258 So it's down $2,000. Um, yeah, that's that's fine. <laughs> it's a long-term long thinking, people. It's not just a saying. It's a way of life. Uh, deferral of gratification. So speaking about, let's, let's get a 210,000 block theory reminder. 210,000 blocks ago was January of 2017. And the Bitcoin price was going back and forth between about 900 and 1300. And soon after that, there came a point when it never returned there. And when I say never, I mean never. Um, although there were always people saying it's going to come back to 1100. That never happened. We're four years away from the last time it was 1100. So does that mean soon that we will never return to under 10K? And I say, yes. I say, we're going to look back on this period when it's, uh, you know, jumping between uh, 10K and 16K or, or maybe this, or between 13K and 16K that we've gotten to the point where it will never return to 10K. And I'm basing that on what happened in the past four years ago. I, I mean, 210,000 blocks ago. 
History repeats itself. It's all, all cyclical. It's interesting to study the 210,000 block theory. I like to do so. But I, I do not, I think, you know, b- back then it would have been somewhat bold to say, uh, you know, in, in back by, by the time we hit March of that year, that we're never returning to three digits again, or maybe April that year. Uh, to say that we're never re- re- returning to four digits is probably not as bold now, but I think we've, we've gotten to that point. Now, and you can base it on 210,000 block theory if you want to. So yeah, three thousand, three thousand dollar drop. You know, I, I yawn. I yawn. Wake me up when we have a ten thousand dollar drop from a uh, fifty thousand to uh, to forty thousand. Okay, th- that that that'll make me blink an eye. Okay, but uh, I I'm I'm already in the I've been in the five digit round mindset for quite some time. Again, it's not just a saying; it's a way of life. So I have been preparing myself for ten thousand uh, dollar drops for quite some time. And so when I see it drop three thousand, I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'm just getting ready for that day in 2022 when I will not be doing a new show every day, hopefully. And, but I, I'll do a show saying, hey, everybody, I told you it would drop for $10,000 one day. Uh, we used to talk about five-digit realm. Now we have five-digit drops. And, uh, right, I think there's another question out there. Before I talk about the lucrative side of third-partyism in uh, – in the space because you know the first half of the show this this regulation is going to affect third parties they're not going to affect if you control your own private key you're cool but if somebody else controls your bitcoin yeah that that, that proposed regulation is going to be bad <laughs> for you uh but that's the thing third third party uh storage or any third party aspect of uh cryptocurrency it's an attack vector all right yet that space is huge and it's growing and gbtc it's so lucrative they're showing how lucrative it is that people who who should know well in theory they should know that uh their bitcoin isn't really their bitcoin with third parties and then it can be regulated and you you could be kyc'd they're throwing money at gbtc so much so that uh, all right this is how lucrative it is Investors in Bcash Trust are paying $37.90 for an underlying assets worth $3.19. That's a $1,000 premium in the Litecoin Trust. And this is all stuff controlled by Digital Currency Group and Barry Selbert, who's just like, he's the master third-party dude, man. He knows how to make money in the third-party realm. And they're welcome here. I mean, third parties are welcome. I guess they're quote-unquote needed by some people the litecoin trust are paying 500 dollars for an underlying asset worth 837 eight dollars and 37 cents that's a premium of 5874 percent now i thought the ethereum also had a their ethereum trust had a a big premium at first too so these premiums can't last but it's ridiculous that people are even willing to pay this stuff i mean there's just a naivete out there that is going to support these type of organizations for quite some time. It's not ending anytime soon. People coming into this space don't think the same way we do. And hey, that's fine. That's fine. So that's why you're going to hear support for KYC. When people are willing to pay all this stuff for someone else to own Litecoin for them. Okay, People are willing to pay a, a huge premium for, for Barry Silver to own Litecoin for them. You better believe there are going to be people that are like, yeah, I like KYC. 
All right, so let's see uh, uh, what Zach says here. What are some other countries? What are some other countries are Bitcoin friendly? I mean, I, I think some of the Asian ones are, but I mean, I'm, I I don't get into all the little bits. I, I know which ones aren't. <laughs> I, know, I know South Africa isn't. Um, I can't off the top of my head. I would rather you see. I would rather be in no other place when it terms comes to cryptocurrency than Bitcoin than than the United States. Uh, some people say Japan. I, I'm not going to say Japan is good. I'm not an expert on that. They treat they treat it differently tax wise. Portugal has a good way of treating it nicely tax wise. Uh, but, but I know like Norway does a one percent wealth tax on it. That's terrible. Um, I think the United States it, it could improve if it just treated it as money. That that would be great instead of the assets and you know worrying about. Uh, Buying a, a a five dollar coffee and having to pay taxes on how much uh, the Bitcoin's gone off, I think that's ridiculous. But lots of lots of countries do it that way. Uh, I just think in, in terms of regulating companies in the United States, in the United States, it's it's very it's okay and it's allowed a lot of growth in Silicon Valley. I, I think the New York regulation is ridiculous. I think. What's going on in Wyoming is awesome. Remember, we had 50 different experiments going on. I'm totally against the New York regulation. I think that's horrible. Um, but so uh, it, still, the, the environment that's that's here in the United States, is, it's been fine. It's, uh, but it, it, it will be much worse if they dare implement uh, what, the, what the rumor is out there, the KYC stuff. So I'm sticking right now. I, I like the uh, I like the United States. Uh yeah, someone says I heard Portugal is tax free. Okay, I'm just I'm giving you the entire. When we're talking about countries' cryptocurrency ecosystem, we have to take into account you know your personal taxes, the regulations on companies, the ease of starting up a crypto company, uh, the knowledge base that's already there. Roman Q says if someone's employer, oh god, here I know this, if someone's employer will match their 401k savings, they are giving you free money. What should a person invest in? Isn't GBTC the best option besides self-custody of Bitcoin? All right. So here's the deal. When, when, the, when, the, when they match, when they match it, okay, I guess at that point, you, you, you can't cancel your, uh, your deal with them and just take the money out and, and get the penalty. That's, that's impossible. Uh, with your 401k, if you're still working for the company. I mean, what I, what I would say is, I don't advise doing this, but I mean, there, there was a point like, stop working, <laughs> take the free money they gave you, cash out your 401k, take the, uh, take the penalty and, and invest in real Bitcoin. But that's probably not going to happen. So you're still working for your employer. Yeah, I think it's, I think it would be interesting to, to do that. To to just uh, yeah in, to invest in GBTC, not the freaking Litecoin or Ethereum one, but if they're matching if they're matching everything, um, and you you have to work for them, you have to maintain a four hundred one k. I mean, I say work for yourself again, but I mean, I know understand people are in certain situations. So yeah, if they're matching it, yeah, you know, why not spend that match? I mean, that that's the only way you, you can't take the money out and buy real Bitcoin with it. So yeah. Use the match on, on uh on GBTC, I guess. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, now let's uh, let's move on. I mean, it's better than investing in some freakish mutual fund or whatever else you can invest in through your uh, your four hundred one k. I don't. I don't know about those things anymore. I I haven't worked for a, a, a corporation for quite quite some time, so I'm not I'm not the one to really ask about that anyway. I, I I'm just like be a unique beast, work for yourself. I know it's easier said than done, people. But that that should be your create a system where you can get to that. Uh, we're living a golden age. You don't have to work. You don't have to have a 401k anymore. That that's the bottom line. Uh, so the w- with all the news of regulation out there. I will say there's there's one positive thing. Uh, Bitcoin stored on exchanges falls to a two-year low. That's good. Maybe part of the reason is uh, some people are waking up uh, to the fact that it's a really bad idea to have your Bitcoin on a, a, on a third party. But maybe that's not the reason why. <laughs> I can dream, right? Now, uh, yeah, as I said in the Decrypt article about the uh, market uh, meltdown, there's no mention of Brian Armstrong in it at all. And Bitcoin's price increased from 12900 on October 24th to 19000 just a month later. So keep that in mind when you're worrying about uh, what caused the uh, Bitcoin market meltdown. That we've, in a month, it went from 12900 to 19000 So it's Thanksgiving. Be thankful for 17000 I guess. It, it's it's not a big deal that it, it, it crashed to 17,000 when it was just a, I mean, if you would have told me on October 24th, and I know the date October 24th very well, because that was my ex-girlfriend's uh, birthday, actually. Um, I think I even mentioned it on that show. Uh, yeah, if you told me on that day that Bitcoin was going to be worth 17,000 on Thanksgiving, I would be like, oh, it's so freaking awesome, man. I didn't even think that, I thought Bitcoin would close November at uh, 13,000 some. Which you still might. <laughs> so, dudes, if you're chatting right now, leave a comment in the comment section. That messes with the algorithm. We've been messing with the algorithm a lot here. This is the end of the show. Um, it's fun to mess with the algorithm because the it, the algorithm tries to mess with the. It gives you weird strikes for no apparent reason or for shows you did back in 2017. So why not have a little fun with the algorithm and leave comments there? Because I know a lot of you don't like the algorithm, and it's also fun to reply to your comments. It it just makes the whole uh, Bitcoin Mike Meister ecosystem more vibrant. And even you trolls, you can leave comments there also because Adam Meister, he does not censor. He does not erase. That is my way. That is what I stand for. Be a unique beast. Keep on saying what you think. Even that I'm not for censorship. I think the most ignorant people in the world like the person who was uh, posting beforehand, they can say whatever they want to. Get it out there into the light of day and let people make their own decisions. We all have heads. Roman Q says, "Look, looks like what Brian is talking about is similar to what Boris was talking about and about the Netherlands on This Week in Bitcoin. Pound that like button. I basically said that, but forgot to mention that Boris said it on my show last week. You were 100% right, Roman Q. You, but you have listening comprehension. It is exact. What what is being the rumor is just like what the Netherlands actually did. What Boris talked about on the show last week. So check out techbalt.com. Watch last week's this week in Bitcoin show. At the end is when Boris was talking about what the Netherlands did, and it's it's terrible. It's terrible. 
It's it's setting back crypto innovation in a terrible way in a country that loves cryptocurrency. So yes, comprehensionism right there. You you listened to what we said and you were able to repeat and say what we so few people who watch the show can after they watch the show can explain what I was explaining. You just explained what Boris was explaining on the show and you remembered from a week ago. So Roman Q, you get the award today for uh best uh best chatter, best commenter of the freaking week. Uh very good stuff. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel. Uh pound that like button, bang that bell button. Thanks a lot, guys. This week at Bitcoin, 11 a.m. New York time, Baltimore time tomorrow. Thank you. Bye-bye.